You're listening to The Bridge Metro West, located at 7 Strathmore Road in Natick, Massachusetts. For more information about The Bridge Metro West, our weekly Sunday gatherings, and other events, go to www.bridgemetrowest.com. I was just sitting there this morning, full, full, full. Well, this year, (laughs) the Jewish New Year that started and came in, and I think we're still in the celebration of those 10 days, starting off with Rosh Hashanah. And being the new, new year coming in, that really comes before the calendar year, which is 2023. And I usually pray really hard and get before God in June and July. And that started about five years ago because I wanted to hear as a prophet of God what he's saying to me because he's really saying it as Sidney Jacobs always say. And as you know, Sidney Jacobs is the president of the Apostle and Prophet International Council of the world. And there are about a hundred prophets and apostles meet with her. And all of them are praying, asking God, God, what are you saying? What, what is your word for this year coming? Give us guidance. Give us direction where we can give your people what you're saying. And so they meet two or three days, and then Sidney Jacobs take all of that input and put it out on her webpage, and it goes throughout. Everybody in here probably have seen it, right? And you sit and look for it. But it's on General International uh, Church's website. And so she print what all of the prophets have inputted in terms of what they're seeing. And so I know some start right after the uh, year and start for the next year. But I started in June. Because at that time, I really had a heavy heart, and I wanted God to speak to me first and to say, now, Verna, this is what I'm saying for my people. First, at the bridge, I've shared some things with individuals, but my daughter in Baltimore, you've heard me talk to her, my firstborn, she and her husband, they are part of Harry Jackson Church. You know, he passed couple of years ago, and his daughter is now over that ministry. But he was part of the general board of prophets and apostles. And so she and her husband is eager to hear, Mom, what is God saying to you? I said, be quiet. I'll tell you when he says it. Just stop bugging me. (laughs) And she said, but we want to hear. It's so much going on. And it really has been a lot with the wars and rumors of wars, what we are facing now, all of the earthquake, all of the destruction. Miami experienced, not Miami, Florida, the state of Florida, experienced devastation, a record. It never happened the way it did. All just a total wipeout. So in splinters until you can't even see where a house was once standing. 
And I just teared over and over as I watched the city to city and reflected back in Revelation. Because if you read Revelation, you will identify what is happening. The fires in California, the earthquakes, the tornadoes, the hurricanes. And now there are bread lines in places. There are food shortages. And so you in the natural would naturally say, oh my goodness, you would get really so depressed until you would want to go out the next day. But what I do is say, Lord, it's hard to see, but I see your hand. I see you moving because it's within your word. All you have to do is pick up the word and see the outline as to what is happening. And so that's why when I look at Rosh Hashanah and it says, that's a period of introspection and repentance to look in, to examine with the Lord. Like the Lord would say, if he judge you, that's why I always ask him to judge me. Because he judging me is what I want to happen, not people judging me. But when God shows you in your introspection, looking in, Verna, this is where you are wrong. Verna, this is where you need to pull up. Verna, this is what you need to be doing. Verna. And he calls me like that, Verna, like my mother used to say, Verna. She would emphasize, ah, And she would get my attention. And so when God said, Verna. And so as I talked to my daughter and her husband, all the people know prophetically, when you engage with someone else who's prophetically endowed, they stir up in you, increase in you, expand you, and the word comes bubbling, and the revelation lights up. And so I really like to talk to my daughter and her son and my, uh, my son-in-law, because Lewis always says, "And Pastor B, he calls me Pastor B <laughs> for Brookings." <laughs> Well, what does that mean? I said, listen to what I am saying. God gives prophecy in part. And we make the mistake of looking for the whole prophecy. We make the mistake in saying, I don't understand that. I had a person for the first time to stop me in the middle of a prophecy I was giving her. And she said, what does that mean? I went and said, shut up. <laughs> the Lord is speaking. Hear what he is saying. And then as Natalie would say in her uh, uh, prophecy class, work the prophecy. I haven't heard anyone describe and teach Natalie description and process of working a prophecy. Don't all go to her and say, work this for me. Read the manual and work it for yourself. Yes. Amen. 
We are too lazy sometimes to get what God has for us because we want people to spread it out on the table for us. We want them to take the spoon and spoon feed us. Natalie is not a spoon feeder. Natalie serves the food, tells you what's on the table, and then say you are welcome. But she doesn't take it and put it in your mouth. And you push it out, and she rakes it back up like I would do as a mother. My daughter would spit the food out as a baby. I just rake it back up and push it back down. <laughs> Natalie doesn't do that. Natalie would give you all the tools, outline the process, and invite you to work it. So if you're looking for the whole instruction manual, to be before you, you're not going to get it. You prophesy in part. You know what part means? You're going to get some in a message. You're going to get some from talking to another believer. You're going to get some by a song that you hear. You're going to get some when Mary calls you up and says, Pastor Ferna, you know I was thinking of this. And she says, oh, that's it. That's it. And so the prophecy parts begin to come in, but there are some that I have out that I'm still waiting for parts. But as I talked with my daughter and son-in-law, I got so many broken pieces from the fires, from the hurricanes, from the food lines, the gasoline lines, everything that is happening now. The parts start coming in. The first word I got was war slash peace. My daughter said, Mama, talk about that a little bit. I said, what does war mean? What does peace mean? So I, I started talking after she, I described to her what it meant to me in this vision I saw. And she stopped and she said, oh, that's good, Mom. She said, that's like in the best of times, in the worst of time, by what's the guy's name I always forget? Charles Dickens. Back in high school, some, my kids got it in middle school. They had to read it. I was way in high school. And she said, Charles Dickens. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I remember. She said, the best of times and the worst of times. Oh, it clicked. God said, that's your word, Verna. Now unwrap it. Lay in my presence. And I'll give you the pieces. And my daughter said, it just came to me, Mom. You see how when you're talking and how God expands, increase, add to, break down, one thing I want the bridge, and a lot of you have taken that class, but I want you to know, don't look for a prophecy that says, oh, and the Lord would say, you're getting married next week, you're going to have three kids, and you're going to be a nurse. And your husband that you meet will be named Harry Johnson. Oh, okay, and I go home, 
And I just sit there and I wait for it to be manifested. I haven't done anything about training to be a nurse. I haven't done anything about praying for the kind of husband God wants me to have. See, my mother was the kind of person, she prayed for our husband when we weren't even dating. She said, I want this kind of husband for Verna. Verna is this kind of child. This is what you told me, God, Verna was going to do. She needs somebody like this. And I would hear her out on the back porch at 4 o'clock in the morning praying for Verna and her husband. And there he is today. She knew that God had called me to take his word. And I had to have a husband who would be open to that. Who would be supportive of that. Who would not hold me back and make the struggle unbearable. And so I could go and I could preach and I could work for the Lord. But there was something that I wanted so bad and my mother knew it. I said, Mama, I want to be a corporate executive before I start handing tracts out on the street. She said, Verna, God's work is not just handing uh, tracks out on the street. Because I saw myself in a suit, sitting in a bigger office, with my secretary outside of the door. I'm on several boards of directors. I am flying all over uh, speaking. I am on boards of directors at banks, universities. That's what I saw my mother said. And the Lord would say, he's going to give you your desire. And you're going to retire early. Because your first part will be this, and your second part will be working full time for the Lord. And I started smiling. I said, oh, okay, then I'll be a preacher. Because I desired, and God knew my heart. So let's get back to why today is today. And why the Jewish New Year sets it off for reflection and repentance. And I know you did it this morning when you were taking communion. I know you said, Lord, examine me. And you had that prayer before you drank the wine and ate the bread. And so that's what the New Year starts off with. But God gave me in the best of times, in the worst of times. And I heard, I think it was James Gall. Uh, no, it was another prophet. He said, why are your prophecy, this was last year, so good and glowing and just bubbling with joy? I wish I could think of his name right now. Sean, Sean. What's his name? Both. Thank you, Lord. He said, that's the kind of prophet I am. So when I go before God, God gives me the word is for me and to deliver. So the word doesn't have to say identical the same thing. And then Chuck Pierce came on and said, look at the kind of prophet God called you to be. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be a good time. This also means that gird up yourself for a challenge. 
You can get both. So a little bit of teaching this morning before you hear the word. Now, I usually flow, and I think I'm going to flow that way today after I outline to you what we are going to be faced with in 2023. I want to give it to you where you won't say, oh, she talked so fast, I don't remember but one thing. So I'm going to walk through it and give you the key, underline, points for 2023. Because it's a time in our society, like the news people have been saying, Miami, Florida, and I can't remember the city that destroyed 90% of the city. Just wiped it out. Did you see it on the news? Looked like match block splinters. Just splinters. All the land was completely cleared. I said completely cleared. There weren't even splinters in some areas where houses had been. I said, God, why the clearance? He spoke to me just to clear. Clearing where I can reproduce and replant. And not just Florida, but my people and the world. I will call forth a raiment of people that I can use that will hear what I'm saying and that they will gird up themselves and ready to march forward. Can't be anything left from behind. You know how you clean a bathroom and everything is sparkling. You see those little sparkles? That's what he showed me. Sparkles where there were vacant land. Rebuilding where there was matchboxes of splinters. See, when you talk to God, he talks right back to you. You don't just sit there and say, well, Lord, I didn't hear you. He's always speaking. See, I talk to him like I expect for him to talk back to me. I don't get up and say, oh, Lord, please, please make this clear. Please answer me. He is speaking back as I asked of him. I want you to get in a position when you hear these areas that you talk to God about it. That you listen and you hear what he is saying, Natalie, when he said number one. Not miss number one and go to number two. And so the key today is war and peace. But I said, Lord, why is the war there? He said, the war is there because when I bring peace, I have stepped in and sealed the waters. I steal the waters. I step in and troubled waters become calm. When I walk on the water, the turbulence stops and I can walk. And he's saying, you can walk this morning through these times. You don't have to fall and shift and stumble. The sea can become 
your neighborhood can become. If your house, if anybody is listening on live stream whose home has been destroyed, God is the rebuilder. If you lost the loved one, God is the comforter. If you don't believe that, talk to Diane after. She's the most happiest person. Within a month, she lost her husband and her mother. I've never seen anybody so happy. Not happy because she lost loved one. Happy because she could live in promises of God. Yes. That's all she talked about. Who God was. She loves her husband. You saw him in here over a year, and he was sick. She talked about her mother all the time. I thought when her son came in here after service to tell her her mother had passed, I was just waiting because I thought she was going to fall apart. She was just bouncing around here. What she was doing is that I know my Redeemer lives. I know whom I serve. Yes, the loss is there. The hurt is there. The loneliness is there. But Jesus steps in, and he has to step in your situation in 2023, or you will be destructed because you will become overwhelmed. I think you were singing somewhere this morning about, I can't even think of the name. You know, like, give it to him. You step in. And I was telling Diane, I said, I get to a point that is so unbearable in the emotions, I step back. I said, God, I'm stepping back. Come on in and feel this place. Because I can't afford to stay right here. And that's what Diane was doing. I can't stay right here with the loss that I have suffered. God, I have to step back and take a new look at who you are and what your promises are. That's the only thing that keeps me afloat. And when God showed me these things, the scripture I'm going to leave with you today is Jeremiah. The weeping prophet, Jeremiah. He says, stand at the crossroads and look. Every one of you, stand and look. Ask for the ancient path. Oh God, I need you to reveal this to me, to show me, to walk with me through this. Ask where the good is. Concentrate on the good. And walk in it when he tells you where the good is. Walk in it. Don't just hear it and then go back into depression. Walk in the good. I force myself to walk in his promises. Because that's where peace is. Not with the surroundings and the news, but I'm walking in his promises. 
and you will find rest for your soul. That's Jeremiah 6 and 16. Mark it down and walk with it. Put it on your refrigerator. Put it on your desk when you go into work in the morning. The Lord is opening ancient's path for those who want to go deeper and be intimacy with him. That's why you're asking for the old. What did God say yesterday? What did he say in the New Testament, the Old Testament? You want to go higher in spiritual wisdom. You don't want to just sit where you are. You want wisdom of God. You want a clearer revelation and understanding. You can't afford today to operate in yesterday's understanding. You need new revelation. You need to hear from God daily. What does he say about this? God has shown me when I was talking to my daughter. She said, Mama, should I? And I don't want anybody on live stream to go out and bombard the grocery stores. She said, what do you see? And I just kept telling her. This was two weeks before Florida. A gushing stream of water started coming toward me. And it was dirty water. And I said, Sonia, I don't know if you need to get water because water won't be available. The trucks can't bring it in. Or it's no water available. But God is showing me dirty water. I said, I just went and got some more water. But ask God, what does that mean to you? She told me two nights ago, she said, Mama, you see all that water, that dirty water in Florida? Do you remember you said? I said, yeah, I did. I didn't know what I was saying. I just saw dirty water. And she had asked me about water. She will ask me, I said, Sonia, it's something about canned goods. I don't like canned goods. I like fresh food. And she said, what are you? I said, just get the kids. Get some canned food. Don't make no big deal. She said, should I rush out right now and get it? I said, you pray about God's timing for you. I'm in a different locale. I have more time on my hand. See, you can't take what God tells me. He tells me to share it with you where you will work it for yourself. What does dirty water mean to Mary? It meant for Florida, almost washing the whole state away. I didn't know that. I just saw dirty water. They sure need water down there. And so when God shows you things, don't say, oh, dirty water, we're going to have a tornado. It may mean that you, you don't keep any water on hand. Suppose the trucks can't get to you for, you know, a week. Suppose your water, something happened to your, your water that you can't get to the store to get water. I don't know what it means. I just know for me, the auction in my spirit was to go get some more water. I didn't go buy the store out. It's just my husband and I. But I told my daughter, it's five of you all. So ancient past, you pray for them to be open because God speaks in parables. 
He said, I will give things hidden since the creation of the world. Do you know we are sitting right in the middle of an era? This is the second year of an era. It's 10 years. So when you're speaking, you're speaking into this era. Every year is another year, but it's part of the whole 10 years. So don't just look at it and say, oh, it's for this year. But God gave me some specific things for this year. And then some of those things, when I was studying them, carried over for the 10 years that we're into, eight years to go into the era. Remember when I told you we were into a new decade, a new era, and a new season? How many remember when I talked about that? All three in 2020. 2000, yeah, 20. This is 22. Have to check it. So the new era, look at what an era means. It's a period of time, 10 years. And there are a lot of changes when the new era comes in. We as Christians should be alerted to that because of the scriptures. And that's why I like looking at the Jewish New Year, a lot of the Jewish holidays and things. They speak specifically. I'm not here to teach you that today. But they speak specifically because I didn't at one time I would just say, oh, yes, the Jewish New Year. But now I have a hunger to understand more because it's biblically. And it speaks to you and unravel and uncover ancient path. And so it's similar to Jesus when he spoke in parable. When he was moving, he didn't speak just for today. He spoke for tomorrow. His word is never just today. I asked him, what do you mean 10 years from now, five years from now? Show me, Lord. And sometimes it'll be another scripture. But the ancient path wander from pointing the way to receive what we cannot earn. You can't earn these things. They are already there for you. Get an example. Get a lesson from what happened in the past. In the um, Old Testament. The Old Testament speaks so vividly today. And absolutely is confirmed in the New Testament. Like people will say, oh, there was no old oh, prophets was for uh, the Old Testament. That's because they haven't studied the New Testament. So ancient past will give up life, give us life on our terms. When you look at the ancient past that God speaks of in the Bible, it will give us life on our terms. Do you know God explained, he will not explain something that only a PhD can understand. When God is talking to me in mirror, he's using sometimes different words. And as we talk, she will say, this, and I say, yeah, God said this in this way. But on your terms, he made you. He knows he's not going to give a PhD language 
to a person who didn't finish high school. That is not the loving God I know. He's going to have it on your terms where you can understand and where you can't say, oh, well, I only went to four years in college. I didn't do the master's and the PhD, so I can't understand that God wasn't talking to me. No. And God's grace is the rest for our souls that he speaks of in talking about the ancient path. His grace is the rest for our souls. His grace was rest for Diane. And the reason I mention her so much, so oh, Pastor Vernon, you mentioned me so much. I said, I've never seen anybody like you. <laughs> I say, it's simple. <laughs> she jumps around like she just came from a birthday party. <laughs> like she just celebrated the anniversary with her husband. And she just came from his funeral. Only God could do that. She's our example for 2023. Okay, I'm going to go through these areas that God said you should take close attention to 2023. There's a major shift happening, and we've heard that word so much lately. In 2023, and we need to bridge the gap with prayer and intercession. That's why we're experiencing some things here at the bridge, because of Natalie and her group of prayer warriors and prayer intercessors that are in there praying when you are driving to church. Natalie's in there praying when I'm leaving the house. And so her People that are working with her and intercessory prayer, prayer and intercession, they are going to bridge the gap for us when we get to gaps in 23. So the first one, new assignments and callings have been released. Do you hear me? Don't tell me. After Mark Tubbs came here and walked us through the five fingers of God. Is there anyone in here that doesn't have that book? I have bought 15 books and gave them away because God said it was that important. For you to understand your primary and secondary calling of God. You can't function without knowing that. You're just kind of filling around and bumping walls and stumbling I don't know. I'm waiting for God to show me what I should be doing. New assignments and callings will be released in 2023. Are you prepared to get your new assignment? Are you prepared to receive your new calling? You won't be if you don't know what it is. How can you? Serve in the role of a pastor, and you don't know what it is. You think you know, but what does God's word say it is? So as you step up and say yes to the Lord, you will find an amazing anointing of strength, amazing amount of hope, 
and revelation coming to you. You won't have to do it by yourself. God is releasing with that the strength, the revelation for you to understand things that you haven't understood before. Every time I pull out my Bible now and start reading and just sit in there waiting for God to just reveal, it's like he opens up a floodgate. It's for you. God didn't say, I'm only giving Verna in 2023. You all can go home. Because only Verna is going to get it. Only those are going to get it who want it, looking for it, and working for it. Those are the ones that will get the new assignments, and you will be called to new things in the Lord. Number two, oh, I love this. Impossible will become possible. Woo! Oh, will I take that? I'm right with you. Possible will replace the impossible. What's been impossible in your life? What situation on the job been impossible? What situation with relationships? I'm always praying for relationships. For my grandkids who are off in college, Lord, let them meet the right kind of people. Lord, keep away those people who they shouldn't be talking with, who they shouldn't be going to a movie with, who they shouldn't be receiving ideas that they shouldn't be. I'm praying against those. That's why I told someone, I said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm 82. But guess what? I got five grandkids I got to see get through this. I'm not trusting nobody to pray for my grandkids. I am praying myself. I welcome your prayers. And I believe when Natalie says she's praying, my oldest daughter said, Mama, I don't know I would have made it as CEO of Baltimore Public School without the prayers from Lenore and Natalie and that group of people that were praying for me. She said, I can feel them. I feel them when I'm in a meeting, when the press is after me, and when I'm standing up there to answer certain questions, how God just injects me with the answer. He infused me with the strength. She said, Mama, I know they are praying. I said, but guess what? Now they may have another agenda when Naomi needs prayer. My oldest granddaughter. I'm staying here to pray my grandkids through. I have prayed my two daughters. And they still need my prayers, but I feel comfortable enough to move some of that time to my grandkids. My only grandson is going off to college next year. And now selecting colleges. My prayer is, God, where do you want him? He's very smart. Been in all AP classes since uh, freshman year in high school. A's in AP classes. Smart as a whip, but how many know that doesn't get it? My mother used to tell me, oh, yeah, you're all smart. You're going to college, but you need more than college. You need Jesus. 
And if Vernon, you only get to the point where you can have college of Jesus, take Jesus. Because when you choose him, them other things will flow. And I never forgot that. Don't just center in on college and leave Jesus out because you really end up with nothing. A degree, a big job, big house, no peace. I don't want a big house and no peace. What the proverb said, put me in a room or something rather than a cackling wife. Remember that? <laughs> Corn over roof. Thank you. And I have lived to know when I look at other people's lives, I said, Lord, I take mine any day. I mind that one of my friends just been declared 23, no, $83 million worth. Our kids grew up together. We lived a block apart. We went out to dinner together. We were good friends. My husband and I was lying in bed. I said, I'll take our life any day. He can keep his 83 millions. What is 83 millions when there's no peace? Give me peace. So the impossible will become possible. Luke 137 says, all this could happen because nothing will be impossible. He was talking to Elizabeth and Mary. Elizabeth got pregnant and had a child. But the possible became, the impossible became possible. And Sarah, 99 years old, and God had promised her a child. The impossible became possible. So what is your impossible going into 23, 2023? Just write it down and say, okay, I checked that off. Because it will become possible. And so many of my friends and family, the major thing they ask me to pray for is family relationships. And I said, God, what's happening? And I pray and I got the news yesterday that a marriage was restored. Ooh, I shouted as if it was my own marriage. I was truly happy. As if it had happened to me. And I've been married 61 years. But I was as happy for them as I would have been if that had been me. Because I had been praying and believing that whatever looks impossible or is impossible can become possible. Blessed is he who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Elizabeth and Mary got a word from the Lord. Have you cast your word aside because it seems impossible? 2023, the promise is, pick it up, re-examine it, Say, Lord, I'm bringing this back before you because I gave up on it. 
But Lord, I know what your word said. I've heard from the prophet and you told her the impossible will become possible and start working it in your life. Don't just look at the surroundings. Do you know the surroundings are supposed to be dismal and impossible? Because that's the area of the devil. He comes to rob, steal, and kill. My uncle used to say, the Bible spelled out his description so clear. How could you miss it? It didn't say, oh, well, you know, the devil sometimes. It says the devil comes to rob, steal, kill. How much plainer can he get? To me, that's pretty clear. But then the word of God says, I come to give life. And that more abundantly, not just life, but abundant life. Which do you choose in the Best of times or the worst of times? I choose this day the best of times. Regardless what Charles Dickens said. I believe what God said. (laughs) And number three is, this is an exciting one too, accelerated answers to your prayers. How many are tired of waiting? (laughs) Saying, Lord, when? Where? How? Lord, when are you coming? When are you doing this? He says 2023, there will be accelerated answers to your prayers. What does acceleration mean? It doesn't mean. (sighs) 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 It means hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got the answer. I heard the good news. Thank you, Jesus. Walking up straight, 82 and a half years old and walking straight. Because the answer has been accelerated. How many could use it now? How many could get that answer today when you walk out of here? Well, throw them hands up and say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. If you can't believe, I'm going to believe for you. I don't know what you believe for, but I'm going to believe it anyway. Because it's the word of God. Acceleration is a part of 2023. Just remember, God is moving on your behalf. On your behalf. And you come here. Yeah. The Lord would say, I am moving on your behalf. Is it Jolene? 
on your behalf. Keep that smile right now. Don't allow a frown to come across your face. Don't allow the enemy to tell you it's over. No, it will never happen. You throw your hands up and say, I receive it, Lord, because God said, I am accelerating answers to your prayers that you have had before me in tears on your knees and I heard every one of them says the Lord and I'm doing it now yes hallelujah thank you Jesus I don't know why he's not here today but I saw him in a vision uh, Dr. Justin Justin, I hope you hear this YouTube because people won't be able to tell you the way I'm going to tell you. I saw you stand up in a service and you were like Superman. The big S in the suit you were armored in and you had a strength like Superman. And you stood back like this. I hope the camera can get it. You were positioned in a strength position. And I looked, I said, why Superman? He said, because I have called you in a supernaturally position for 2023. I have called you in this position to go forth with strength to do things that you've had in your heart in your spirit and I've come now to give it to you to work it through you and to proclaim the liberty of God just as the Lord would say it is done And now that I didn't remember your father's name, Stanton, stand up. The Lord would say, first of all, Stanton, I'm saying Stan, the first part of your name. I'm moving it to Stan. You will stand in a position in 2023 that not only you will know I have infused you with a supernatural strength and ability to move forward in my name like never before. You think you're moving around now and you think you're studying his word now and you think you're just being lit on fire with revelation. Woo! He says, wait a minute, Stanton, because what I'm going to do now you're going to be a fireball. You're going to be a fireball. And I'm going to be the fire in that fireball, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. The fourth one and the last one, his power will be revealed and demonstrated in your life. In Zechariah 4, 6, he says, not by might, not by power, but my spirit, says the Lord. A boldness.
just like never before will come up in you everyone who's sitting under this and who's on live stream you will get a boldness that you will look around and say this must be God a roar inside you that you can't stand it Sometimes God is dealing with me in a way I shake and I say, <laughs> And I see that in Maybelle all the time. She just gets so excited. <laughs> She's all over the place like a ball of lightning. And I could feel it, the roar. The roar that is coming up on the bridge and then throughout will be like never before. Mary, you think now that you are feeling better, you're feeling stronger. God said, watch out. You will run like a 16-year-old. <laughs> Hallelujah. And stand, stand up. You and your wife together. Stand up. Steve, I said, I'm still thinking of Stan. Steve and Jean. Come up here. God says in 2023, the third one under power being revealed is my glory in the power. And I'm going to endow and drench you with my glory. That the power that comes from my glory will ignite everything around you. You play your instrument as if you were in the choir in heaven. You move my spirit, says the Lord, throughout every ear that hears it. And it goes down in their spirit and awaken dead parts of them. And he says, I will do it and I will do it again and again. And I'm putting a new surge in you that people will get healed by just the music that comes from your instrument, says the Lord. And God says, Steve, you are not left out. You are going to get the drippings, which are so rich that it's going to form its own ball around you. And you will step out in ways that you think not. God put it there. He's bringing it forward in 2023. He's unwrapping it and laying it out before for all to see. He said, I will do it. Not you. But my spirit says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. So the Lord has outlined for you today those areas that he wants you to be well aware of and to catch your hope. And he's saying... As the Lord continued to speak today in a melody 
that if I could sing, I would sing it. But he said, my children, I have chosen you because of the love that I have for you. It's not for one to experience the depthness of my love. It's for all to receive and to enjoy because my love is so great and deep and pure. I want to touch you in 23 that will shed the old and grow the new. I will open up opportunities. I will open doors that there were no doors. But I will create them and I will open them. And then I'll lead you through them to what I have prepared for you. Because I am the Lord, your God. God would say you are not alone. Never have been and never will be. Because I am your God. And I have positioned myself before you to undergird you and to comfort you because the work that I'm going to do is already outlined, says the Lord. Young man with the red cap on, come here. Joel, you're a happy guy. <laughs> but God said, you don't even know what happiness is. He said, what I'm about to do for you, it's almost like a truck driver. You don't drive a truck, do you? But God showed me you're like a truck driver. You hop out of the cab of a truck, and you run into the truck stop and get you a soda pop. That's what they call it down south. And something, a little cookie or something to eat, and you hop back up and you get on the truck and you're just singing down the highway. And he throws up his hand and he said, Joe, is it Joe? Joe, it's me. Your father, your friend, your brother, your mother, your father. You know who I am, says the Lord. I am here to change your life completely. I am here to renew, re-strengthen, and rebuild you in a bigger way, in a stronger way, and in a way that will put a permanent smile on your face. A permanent smile. You're going to look in the mirror and say, God, I've been smiling enough. Now let me relax my face. <laughs> but that's the joy that God is going to bring when you hop back up in that truck. This is in the spirit. We're talking about. You hop back up in that truck. You put your hand on the wheel. And you're just driving down. Remember, God met you today in a new way. And 2023 is your year, says the Lord. Hmm. How many know the blueprint for 23? Have you received the blueprint? 
those five things. There are many more, and you will hear them as you listen to the different prophets of the land. But God wanted the bridge to be highly equipped to walk into 23. With a clear slate and a clear road map. Your map is so clear. It's like there's no fuzziness on your map. Yeah, you. Your map is clear. Renee, stand up. Renee and I go way back. Remember when I talk of the prophetic team at New Dimension in Rhode Island? She was there from the beginning. She worked with Natalie Lenore. She was like the third wheel of the four wheels, which I made up the fourth. That's right, Natalie. And somehow you left us. That was not God's design. But God said, that's okay. Because I had my hand on you all the time. I never once moved it. Because you were called in your mother's womb. Your mother loved me more than anything. She had a love for me and she taught you all that same love because she knew the Lord Jesus Christ for herself. She didn't know of him. She knew him. And the Lord is saying today, my child, I have called you in 2023 to look at that glass house that I told you about several years ago. And God put signs all, it was nothing but glass. And he has placed signs in that, on all those pounds of glass. Said, welcome, Renee. Welcome, Renee. That's what the signs read. Welcome, Renee. I've been carrying you. And we've walked together. But now I'm welcoming you. The glass house, you were moving toward it. You never got to it. But God has put the signs up and said, welcome, Renee. The Lord would say, what I have for you, I will not allow. No demon in hell to take it. I am the Lord thy God that called you when you was a baby in your mother's womb. I called you and I sent you. And the house I prepared for you is still all glass. And it is yours and I'm welcoming you to keep walking and reach the house. Because what I have for you is pureness. Everything in 23 will become so real and so pure only God could do it. And he says, this day, I didn't expect you. You've called me several times. Just haven't been the time to talk to you, Renee. See, I don't answer when I'm not supposed to talk to a person. I'm so thankful for the ID caller. Because <laughs> I can talk to those who I want to, 
And when the Lord said, no, not the time, I said, ring on. Because I didn't know you were coming today, but you've been on my heart. I was going to call you to tell you that I was being commissioned by Papa Shea on the 11th of November, and I wanted my old team back with me. And if you were in town, because I know you travel a lot, to see if you could come. And I've invited Lenore. But the Lord will say, oh, the ancient ways are my ways. And I have not changed. I will not change. But I am changing your direction. And the welcome signs are out, says the Lord. Now go, my child, and rest in peace. I could go on all day, but I know this has to end. God has me tuned up like he did that day when I felt I could give a word to everybody in place. But you others, stick around to the end of December and in the month of January, because if you haven't gotten the word, God has a word for everybody at the bridge. And I want you to walk up to me the last of January. If you haven't gotten your word and said, Pastor Bernie, here I am. I'm here for my word. Because I asked God for a word for every person at the bridge. Because the mandate he has for the bridge, you are part of it. And you cannot sneak under a chair or you cannot miss a Sunday. Because I'll get you if it's in March. <laughs> so if you think you escape by not seeing me in January or December, if it takes March or April, I'll get you then. Because God have a word for you. Now I want all of you to stand. And then I'm going to turn it over to Natalie. I want you to think about what you've heard today. And I want you, I want to leave about 15 seconds for you to just say something to God that you want in 23. And try him right now. He said, test me. Remind me of my word. Bring me in remembrance of my word, says the Lord. So you out there in live stream, Take 15 seconds as we do this and you ask the Lord, 2023 is here. We are celebrated and it's the end of the Jewish celebration. So Lord, it's time for you to talk to your children and to move on their behalf. So I want you right now, if you could just take a few minutes few seconds and just tell God one thing but if you can squeeze in two you can squeeze in two because I'm going to do it myself thank you Lord thank you Father thank you Lord God Almighty who's in the heavens who are right here with us who hear our thoughts 
who knows our hearts, who's seen our tears. Now, Lord, as they speak to you, hear those desires, those thoughts. And Father, in the name of Jesus, move like you've never moved with acceleration. Lord, with the impossible becoming the possible. With answering prayers that they have given up on, but Lord, do it now. Father, I know you as a God who hears and who answers. And most of all, your love for us. Lord, I ask you to move like you move up on the waters when they are troubling and turbulent and you bring them into a peace. Peace be still. Your word said, and it was still. Still that situation right now in the name of Jesus. Let the fruition of it come forth. Let the fruit be enough for all to eat. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your revelation. And I thank you for answering prayer. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the Bridge Metro West in Natick, Massachusetts. Paul David Gidry is the senior pastor at the Bridge. For more information about the Bridge Metro West family, our gatherings and events, visit www.bridgemetrowest.com or call us at 508-651-0277.